Hello, I'm Sean. Welcome to Wellspring Baptist Church Podcast. We're glad that you're listening today. For more information on all that's happening at Wellspring, please visit our website at www.wellspringbaptistchurch.org. I hope this message is a blessing to you. Take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8 as we continue our study in Matthew. We're in chapter 8. We're going to start reading in verse 5. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. The Bible says, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, There came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said unto him that followed, and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and from the west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. And the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into utter darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed the self same hour. Amen. We've had uh, multiple messages on uh, on faith here recently, um, and uh, I think it's good. I, maybe maybe the Lord keeps bringing us back to this because that's what I need. But uh, the Bible does say the just are to live by faith; that we're to walk by faith. And I mean, faith can just faith is everything in our lives. So it's, it's how we begin in our walk and relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's how we're to continue all the way through. What I find that's interesting here is the Bible says that Jesus marveled at His faith. I find that interesting. That when when you have faith that causes God to marvel, God to stop and take notice of this type of faith, this kind of faith, this so great faith as Jesus calls it. We know, we know that faith is what pleases God. I think it's every Christian, is every believer, deep down in our heart, we want to please God. And the Bible says that um, it is impossible to please Him without faith. Hebrews 11.6 For he that cometh to God must believe that He is... You know what this man had? He had faith in who Jesus was. He knew His type of authority. He knew, that's what faith is. is believing, hearing the Word, and believing it. The fear of God is faith. 
Because the fear of God is a right understanding of who God is and the power and authority that He has. Faith and fear of God go hand in hand. He says, for He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. We see this centurion coming and asking God by faith for His servant to be healed. Jesus said, if you have faith of a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. This should be encouraging for us as believers that what we're facing, what we will face, that with God all things are possible. That if we have faith, if we put our faith and trust in Him who has the authority, um, then God can move, will move in our lives. Jesus marveled at this man's faith because He had a, a, a faith in the Lord. And here He was with His own people, the Jewish people. And here this Roman centurion comes out and has a greater faith than Jesus had seen in any of his own people. This this Roman centurion had greater faith. And and Jesus said, I'm come to... You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus said He came to seek and to save that which was lost. But the Bible also says that He came looking for faith. I believe that God in the Old Testament was looking for men and women of faith. I believe that when Jesus came, that He was looking for faith. I believe that now, right now, currently, God Almighty in Heaven is looking for some men and women of faith. Jesus says this, When the Son of Man cometh, shall He find faith in the earth? When the Lord comes back, He says, will there still be people that believe in Me? Believe in My strength, My power, My capabilities? Um, he's looking for faith. He's looking for faith. You know, there are a lot of things that if God required of us, that we couldn't do. If He required of us certain abilities or certain talents or certain uh, resources... Uh, sometimes we're limited with our abilities. We're limited with our resources. We're limited with our connections. But God's not looking for all those things from us. You know what He's looking for? He's looking for us to believe in Him. To trust in Him. To believe that He has the power and authority for anything that we face and anything that we go through. God rewards this faith. God rewards this faith and He rewards it greatly. Jesus said this about John the Baptist. He said this in Matthew 11, 11. Verily, verily, I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there is not one risen greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, here's what Jesus says, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Now, I I know that we don't feel that way all the time. But you know what faith requires? We believe that. You know what faith requires? That everything Jesus says we believe. You say, you take the Bible literal? Absolutely. I mean, what else can we do? I mean, that's what it means to walk by faith. And if Jesus is sitting here saying, John the Baptist was the greatest of the prophets, but the least in the kingdom of heaven, those that believe in Jesus Christ... Is greater than him. Yeah. Why is why is the least in the kingdom of heaven those that have received Jesus Christ by faith 
in, in his grace and in his death, burial, and resurrection. Why are we greater than John the Baptist in his eyes? There's one reason. One reason. One reason. It's faith. It's faith. Jesus said this in John chapter 20 and verse 29. He said to Thomas, who had some trouble many times with faith, looking Jesus in the face, he had trouble with faith. Jesus said this to Thomas, uh, Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, yet believe. That's us. For, for those that have not seen Jesus, but yet we put our faith and trust in Him, and we follow Him by the prompting and leading of the Holy Spirit, this pleases God greatly. This priest, and, and, and this is why, for the most part, God has gone to the Gentile people. is because the Gentiles have got in on this grace of God because by faith they trusted. And as a whole, I'm speaking as a whole now, as a whole, the nation of Israel has rejected Him. How did they reject Him? No faith. No faith. John 1 says this, He came unto His own, but His own received Him not. But as many as received Him, to them gave He the power. You say, I need power in my life. I believe power comes from faith. Putting our faith and trust in the Lord will give us strength. We'll get to that at the end. But the Bible says this, by faith, Sarah received strength. Sometimes we get the strength and the power that we need, the grace of God that we need in our life by faith. I'm getting ahead of myself. But he says, But as many as received Him, to them gave you the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name, which are born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. That's salvation. We come to salvation by faith. I, I, I have to take this, because we're talking about Gentiles here believing on Jesus, and Jesus kind of stepping out of His dispensation, if you will, uh, he said he came to seek to, to, the, to the nation of Israel. That's he came as their Messiah. They rejected him. But to take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 15. Here's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. I have a lot of favorite, but this is one of them. Matthew, Matthew chapter 15. In verse 21. So Jesus has come seeking to save us from lost, but he's coming to fulfill the, the Old Testament prophecies of, of, of the, the Jewish people as his Messiah. The Bible says in verse 21, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. By the way, her just saying that, have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David, shows she had more faith than all the other yeah, Jewish people. Yeah. Those words alone, yeah. she recognized who he was. Remember, what's faith? It's, it's recognizing who he is. Living like God's in control and he's got the power to handle anything. It's just terrible. Christians live like we don't think God's in control. Like God can't handle our problems, right? He goes on to say, but he answered her not a word. Jesus ignored <laughs> And his disciples came to saw him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after him by her. And he answered and said, 
I am not sent, but under the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Jesus said, I'm coming as the Messiah to fulfill the stuff for Israel. Listen, you're outside. You're outside of Israel. This is not your dispensation, if you will. This is not your time period, if you will. Then, uh, then, verse 25, she didn't take note for an answer. Yeah. Then came she and worshipped him. Say, Lord, help me. I say that a lot to the Lord. I, I'll be honest with you. I pray, uh, and a lot of my prayers are, Lord, help. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling the truth. Lord, help me. Help me, help me. Amen? She said, Lord, help. And he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Dogs in this uh, context is a, is a uh, he's talking about Gentiles. He said, listen, I'm the, I'm the bread of life, and I've come to fulfill my Messiah to the children, to the, to the Israelites. It's not meat for me to be, to, to be going to you, the Gentiles, not right now. And she said, truth, Lord. I agree. I agree. I'm the Lord. Yet, the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, Oh, woman. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, if you come to the Lord in she faith, got she, he, 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 she we got just, it. Yeah, she got it. She got it. He, he said, Oh, I can't stop. He said, I'm just telling you, I am bound by when these people have faith. Yeah. When these people have faith, I cannot. He's, you know, we, we said, uh, as a grain of mustard seed, uh, it got faith to move mountains. We talk about, oh, God can move mountains. God can do a lot more move mountains. Yes. He can step out of time if He yes. wants to. He can stop time if He wants to. God can move heaven and earth yes. if He wants to. Yes. We act like moving mountains is a big deal. God can do a whole Ooh. lot more than that. He stepped out of his dispensation for this woman. Yeah, he, he was there as a Messiah, as the Jewish Messiah, and he said, uh-uh, this woman's worshiping me. She's having faith. He says, oh, woman, look at this. Great is thy faith. And then he says this. Be unto thee as thou wilt. What if, God, what if God said that to us this morning? I'll, I'll reward you according to your faith. Be it as I will. However you come to me in faith, that's how I'm going to reward you. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Right? He says, be it unto thee as thou wilt. Uh, um, and her daughter was made whole from that very hour. My goodness, this type of faith, go back to Matthew chapter, chapter 8, but that type of faith will move God. When we come to Him and believe in Him and trust in Him, uh, he, can, he can do anything that we need. He says, Oh woman, great is thy faith. Go back to the centurion. How did the centurion know about Jesus? If you look at the beginning of chapter 8, we didn't read it, but there was a leper that had come to Jesus and worshipped. And he said to Jesus, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus answered the leopard and said, I will, be thou clean. And, it, and this was a miracle. And the centurion heard of what Jesus was able to just speak the word. And the leper was made clean. And the centurion believed that God had the power, that Jesus had the power over disease. We have faith the same way. The Bible says, faith cometh by 
hearing and hearing by the Word of God. As we read the Word of God, as we get into the Word of God and read it, we should, this should cause us to believe that if God did it for them, He can do it for me. If God did it for them, He can do it in my life. God is a miracle working God. God is a powerful God. And as we get in His Word, He will bless and He will reward, I believe, according to our faith many times. This commander, he was a commander of a Roman detachment. He had great authority in this area. Uh, He had authority from Caesar. He had authority from Rome. But what you find is interesting about this guy is uh, he had, although he had all this power, he was thoughtful for his servant. He was thoughtful for his servant that was grievously tormented with a sickness. We find in a parallel passage, if you read about this, he's a powerful man in this area. If you find, if you find in a, Luke chapter 7, there's a parallel passage. And you know what's funny? Which is really rare in the scripture, actually. Is he had the Jewish people, and rewrote Luke chapter 7. The centurion had the Jewish people lobbying to Jesus for him on his behalf. They said, they said, this guy is a great man. He built us a synagogue in our town. This centurion had come in and built them a synagogue in, in their town. And in a rare thing, yet the Jewish people asking Jesus to help the centurion because of his acts of kindness, because of his good works, because of the things that he'd done. I find another thing that's interesting about this centurion is that he was humble. Now, Jesus was Jewish. He was over the Jews. He was a Roman. And he said, I'm not worthy that this Jewish person should come into my house. Just kind of like the prodigal son who said, I'm no more worthy to be called thy son, but a hired servant like the like the 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 uh, uh, man and the publican who stood afar off and smote upon his breast and said, "God, be merciful yes. to me, a sinner." This centurion humbled himself, brought himself down. And again, I, I said this at the beginning: faith and humility go hand in hand. Faith and humility. If we're men and women of faith, we become men and women of humility because here's why: faith is trusting in God. Not ourselves. Faith is also trusting in God because of His authority and His power and His might. That is the fear of God, I believe. When we recognize God for His power, strength, and ability, that we begin to humble ourselves, get the right estimation of ourselves as we get the right estimation of who God is. And He says, I'm going to humble myself. And 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 here's the other thing about this centurion. He understood how authority worked. He understood how these authorities work. He said, um, I can say to anybody in my de- detachment, anybody in my, my, uh, my soldiers, do this, and they do it. I can say, go there, and they go. He says, I don't even have to be there. I can just send word to them, and they have to obey. They have to do what I said. And he recognized Jesus for that type of power. Yes. The centurion recognized that Jesus could speak the word and disease had to obey. The disease had to obey. He, he understood that he, this, this guy had more authority in a different dimension than most. This guy could just say the word. And here's the other thing. He recognized 
that Jesus had jurisdiction. He recognized that Jesus was omnipresent. He said, oh, no, Jesus, don't bother yourself. I know how your authority works. Caesar can say from over there, and it can be done over here. Jesus, you can say from heaven, and it can be done on earth. Jesus, you have power. And here's the thing. Jesus has jurisdiction in our lives. The the problem that we face and the situations that we're going through and the issues that we have, uh, just recognize that Jesus Christ, God, has all power in heaven and earth. And He has jurisdiction in our areas, in our place. And He is mighty to save. He is mighty to save in our situation and in our problems and in our situations. The Bible says that Jesus marveled that this centurion understood His authority. By the way, I think Jesus has even more authority than the centurion understood that He had. But this man had more, he, he understood more than anybody else did around there. And so Jesus marveled at his understanding by faith. Look at Mark chapter 6. Here's another place. Hold your finger there, though, in Matthew 8. But Mark chapter 6. Here's another place that Jesus marveled. Here's another place where he marveled. The Bible says in Mark chapter 6 and verse 1, And he went out from thence and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished. So Jesus is teaching, and they're astonished. And many hearing, uh, uh, saying, From whence is this man these things? And what wisdom is this is given unto him and such mighty works he wrought. So here they are, they're hearing him teach, and they're recognizing that there's wisdom in it. There's recognizing that he has some power. They're astonished at what he's saying, but then doubt starts coming in. But then fear starts coming in. Here, here's the thing. When we have faith, there's always going to be the natural thing that we're going to have to overcome. You know what they start saying if you read down through? It says, my goodness, we're astonished. This is amazing. Look at his mighty works, mighty deeds, the wisdom of what he's saying. But isn't this, isn't this the carpenter's son? But isn't this Mary's son? But isn't, the, isn't his brother, you know, Simon and, and, and his sister and his brothers? We know all of Jesus' family. This couldn't be and if you read down, look at what he says. A couple verses lower. Verse, just, uh, verse 4. Jesus answered and said, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and his own house. And he could there do, look at this, and he could there do no mighty work. Save that he let, uh, laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled. Here's another place that Jesus marveled. Because of their unbelief. And he went around about villages teaching. You know what he said? The only thing that's limiting me here, he said, I could not do these mighty works. Why? Because they didn't believe. He goes in and starts teaching. They're astonished. They're like, man, this is different. This is wisdom. This is amazing. But then they went to the natural, started to think naturally. But that's Jesus. 
That's Mary's son. That's Joseph's son. And we know it's brothers and sisters. And because of their unbelief, because of their unbelief, he was not able to do. Here's my point. In the church, so many times we by faith accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. We accept eternal life. We are born again. We are saved. But then on our daily stuff, we turn back to the natural. Yes. We, you say, how do you know that you're not by faith believing God? Because we're stressing about it. Yes, sir. Because we're anxious about it. Because we are, have no peace in our heart. Why? Because if we did, if we did have faith, we'd say, God is in control. God can handle this. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of natural things I'm looking at, like this, you know, I'm looking at my health issues, I'm looking at my financial issues, I'm looking at my relationship issues, I'm looking at this, and, and if I keep my eyes on that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose faith. You will. If I keep my eyes on earthly things and the, the factual stuff, but I've got to recognize God is in control, and He can surpass, He has authority, and all He has to do is say the word. That's right. From heaven, all he has to do is say the word, and all of my circumstances begin to change. All of these. So here we have two places where Jesus marveled. One, he marveled at so great a faith. And another place he marveled that they had no faith. I would just say for us, as a church, God can do great and mighty things. God can do great and mighty things in us and through us if we just trust Him. If we just believe, I believe this. I believe this. I'm not saying that I don't uh, struggle from day to day. This is a battle. This is a. Sometimes I get overwhelmed. Sometimes I get stressed out. Sometimes I worry. But then I remember I don't have to. I'm following God, and if I've surrendered my life to Him, He is in control, and He can take care of this. He is taking care of my soul. He is taking care of my eternity. He can take care of my today, the things that I'm facing. Right now. He's got all power. Let me say this. He has the grace that we need. That's what we need in our lives. We need grace. Uh, Is there anything too hard for God? The answer to that is no. Do you know, I think I've said this before, but I've got to do this. Do you know who said that? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? The Lord said that. And do you know what He said is when he told Abraham and Sarah that they were going to have a child. And Abraham's 100 and Sarah's 90 and Sarah laughed. Right? And, and I know I've used this example before, but I, 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 I saw something one day when I was reading that. When the Lord said, is anything too hard for me to Abraham? It was almost like his feelings were hurt. Like he was saying, look at Abraham, I'm going to do a miracle in you and Sarah's life. And if you and Sarah don't believe me, who's going to? I mean, I, I created the earth and I put people down here. And Abraham, if you don't believe me, and if Sarah doesn't believe me, who's going to? He says, Abraham, is anything too hard for the Lord? You know what would be wonderful? If he found a little patch of people where he said, man, I marvel. My goodness, they didn't stand a chance. I mean, there they were. They, they had an outhouse and they had a job trailer for a Sunday school and had to walk down to the, to walk down. He said, but I found this, he said, I, I found this little group of people that believed that I could do anything. Yes. I, could, I could start churches all over the world. Yeah, they, they believed that hundreds and thousands of people could come to know Christ. Yeah. And he said, I wasn't going to do it, but my goodness. I mean, they all are down there believing that I can. 
I've got to do it. I've got to do it for them. Why? Because they believe. I believe that. I believe that if we just by faith trust God and go after Him like that, that the situations in our lives, God will, can handle. He's not limited by any resources or any power. He has the authority. And He has the jurisdiction. He can do it. The only thing limiting Him many times is our unbelief. i got one more passage for us. Turn to Romans 5. I hit this the other day. Romans 5. Romans 5. Sarah received strength. How? By faith, the Bible says. Hebrews 11. By faith, Sarah received strength. Sometimes we need to receive strength. How do we get that? By faith. Through His grace. He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. You know what faith requires? Us to believe that. Oh, you're just going to, you know, you're sound, Sean, you're sounding like a name it and claim it person. You're sounding like the, the TV evangelist. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, do not limit God. Yes, sir. Because He says He can do abundantly above all that we ask or even think. Well, i got to believe that. I don't want to be one of those people that God marvels at my unbelief. Then I start to limit God and start to say God's, uh, he doesn't have jurisdiction here. He has jurisdiction with my soul, but He doesn't have jurisdiction in my house. God has jurisdiction with my eternal life, but He doesn't have jurisdiction with my finances or with my health issues or with this. You know, no, God's got jurisdiction. Just believe Him in it, right? Just believe Him. Look at Romans 5, 1 and 2. Romans 5, 1 and 2. We'll be, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. How do we have peace with God? By faith through Jesus Christ. By whom we have access. By faith into His grace. Do you need grace? Do we need grace? Can't live without. We need grace. We need as much grace. We're sent to the bound. Grace did much more bound. We need lots and lots and lots of grace. We want our lives to be just surrounded by the grace of God. Right? It's good to have His grace. You say, ah, man, that, 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 that just happened so easily. Man, that just fell together for you. Man, that just all smiled. Look at that, how that just happened. Oh, no, that was the grace of God. That was just the grace of God in my life. He said, how do we access His grace? Read it with me. Read it. By whom we have access by faith into His grace. How are we going to get some grace? By faith. By faith. You say, I need more grace. Believe Him. Believe Him. Access that, that by grace. And by the way, God's grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. That's what Paul said. Man, he said, man, I was weak. I was struggling. I had problems. But God's grace is sufficient. How do I access that sufficient grace? By faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. How do we receive Jesus Christ the Lord? By grace through faith. Through faith. By grace through faith. For eternity, for today, for every day of our future. This is something we can do. We can open God's Word, we can read it, and we can believe Him. Let us not be people 
guided by fear, guided by emotion, guided by the whims and of every natural thing that comes about. But let us be men and women of faith. Believe that He has the power and the authority to do in our lives as we seek Him, as we ask Him. And He, I believe, can marvel at our faith, no matter who we are. He can marvel at our faith, just as He did the centurion, just as He did the Syrophoenician woman. He can marvel at our faith. So I don't know what you're, you're facing, but maybe you just need to pray and say, Lord, help Thou my unbelief. There's areas in my life where I've not been putting You in control. There's areas of my life where I've been stressed out. I've been overwhelmed. I have taken all the responsibility and the burden on myself. God, I want to have that great faith like the centurion, like that Syrophoenician woman. God, to see Your hand in my life. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. We'd love to hear from you and learn how you've been encouraged or challenged by this podcast. Please leave a comment on the Contact Us page on our website, or you could write to us at P.O. Box 641, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. Feel free to visit us anytime that you're in the Springboro, Ohio area.